0: Hey, this is Brent Leary, and uh, with me right now is Dan Miller, who is the uh, lead analyst and founder for Opus Research, and also okay. the guy behind this really cool conference coming up. I want to make sure I get it right: conversational converse converse. Think of the sneakers. <laughs> conversational yeah. commerce conference that's taking place next month in San
1: Francisco. Dan, thank you for joining me, man. Sure, I'm very happy to be here. I'm enjoying our conversation prior to this <laughs> and and we're about a year since the last time we did this so um it's, it's, it's about that time right yeah you know one of the things that
0: i remember from that uh, that conversation last year was the whole thing that you said about hey if bots take over we only have ourselves to blame
1: uh are we getting closer to having ourselves to blame <laughs> <laughs> uh yes and no i mean so I want to say absolutely not, and, and a bunch of what we'll talk about here is how um, devices are getting ubiquitous that do a better job of understanding, you know, what we say, what we key into our smartphones and all that sort of thing, which makes them assistants, not replacements for us. So that's what I said the throwdown was, is that, <laughs> there's a lot of discussion about general artificial intelligence and its impact on every aspect of our lives. Um, and, uh, you know, you brought up our conference and, you know, we're working on sort of the story be- that that you follow through when you, when you build the agenda. And it really is one about, you know, how enterprises can um, implement a- an AI strategy. I mean, for lack of a better word, um, but you know, for the most part, and a lot of uh, the questions we're fielding, you know, beyond, hey, where do I get started, um, is what is the long-term impact on, on my relationship with my customers and my relationship with my employees? And where have we heard this before? <laughs> we've heard it in contact centers when any new technology is brought in, um, and, and we've seen it, you know, we, we call it the conversational commerce conference. It's really about looking at technologies that improve conversations so so it's the customer facing side it's the foundation for you know making a better customer relationship or a better engagement model and to get to your original question those those don't replace us people in any of these cases they 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 enhance us so that that's uh, our theme one of our major themes
0: yeah so um one thing because is this the second or third year you've done this particular conference
1: um we just uh, changed the name back to conversational commerce conference we we did our first one in 2011 (laughs) so that was way ahead of its time (laughs) and then we sort of retreated and and um, started looking at initially the the impact of um some of the uh, speech processing technologies on improving customer experience. And we launched our intelligent assistant conference uh, spinning off of that, yeah, two, two, three years ago. So this is wow. our, yeah our seventh. <laughs> but we, we, we reclaimed the name. Okay. Well, you are,
0: of course, you've been early on to all of these things. Uh, but it seems like the last couple of years, especially the last year, you know, 18 months or so, um the whole idea of bots in particular and maybe text-based conversational interfaces have really captured uh, the attention of folks and you're seeing more and more being done in that area uh, as you come into this year's event where is voice in the kind of the <laughs> landscape of things how How far behind is it? Is it it catching on with folks or is it really still mostly all about bots at
1: this, uh, chat bots at this point? Um, Whew, that's complex. So so, uh, I've written about the parallel universe in that you don't want to measure like which modality is in front of or behind the other. Because if you take a, individual-centric approach a customer-centric approach that all companies say they're aspiring towards (laughs) you're really talking about putting tools under the control of the individuals and i bring this up in the context of oh is voice better than text are people going to um use bots (laughs) as opposed to talk to their personal assistant and and it, it's so obvious that it's not either or. It's a matter of convenience, and that, and, and at least this is what we're, we'll be talking through in a number of sessions is um, whether there's a well, how you offer, and this is third third session down, how to offer consistently correct answers to your customers or prospects at scale, mm. and that means across all modalities so so there's there's um, just the observation that today a brand should invest in the resources that today some of them are powering uh your C- well they're powered by your CRM system by your knowledge management but by existing back office stuff to help in- inform live agents that should be consistent with what would be presented by a voice enabled IVR. It's the same information that would show up, um, in, on a website, uh, either often as a chat bot. <laughs> I mean, that's where, you know, web chat is, 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 is sort of the, the fertile, um, gateway into offering conversational bots. In other words, uh, you'll see a lot of, quote, bot platform, unquote, specialists Come in and say hey give me your transcripts (laughs) give me your chat transcripts uh, for my platform to ingest I'll identify the major areas um, that um, people are calling about the categories and within that we'll know how they talk about those things so I can build a conversational bot at that point do I care whether it's rendered in text or rendered in voice Yes, (laughs) because you want to respond in the appropriate modality, but wouldn't having those answers apply whether it's over a voice channel, live person to live person, (laughs) over a voice channel through a speech-enabled IVR? Um, Well, I'll tell you what the new wrinkle is, and I think we're going to start talking about this in a second. Um, What about these smart speakers that you talk to that have moved (laughs) the voice channel to be... (laughs) everywhere, it's in the houses that own it, the, you know, 40 million, 60 million, whatever many million houses <laughs> now have um, their, uh, their intelligent endpoints that you can talk to, um, that means you can't ignore voice. You can't say, oh, voice is uh, behind or ahead of. You can say, hey, when somebody uh, talks to my skill on Alexa or to me through Google Assistant, I want them to... Get a consistent uh, and and uh, and a response that I'm proud of, <laughs> that is engaging and all that sort of stuff. So,
0: since you are doing a conference called Conversational Commerce, uh, one of the hot things that cropped up last week was this uh, report from the folks over at the Information that uh, they said they talked to two folks that had been briefed and you know from Amazon about uh, some of the the, kind of the numbers that are taking place when it comes to voice shopping via Alexa. And uh, quite honestly, the numbers are pretty low. I think it was 2% of those that have these devices have actually done some kind of voice shopping. And then only 10% of those folks did it a second time. Uh, so there was a lot of you know cackling there's a lot of uh, this stuff is uh you know this is just nothing 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 to see here folks um and i i would love to get your take i wrote something about it on 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 my ZDNet thing but uh i'd love to hear your take on it is it is it already uh lights out for voice shopping because of what we saw last week
1: oh absolutely not i i um am I haven't written up my comment on this, so <laughs> uh, I mean, here, here's what's in my head. Though is is um, I I think um, you have to think of Jeff Bezos's master plan here for Amazon, um, and it include and and you can't think here again. You can't just think of voice in a vacuum or isolated or how it relates to the other modalities. <laughs> um, I mean, you're there's a there's a strategy that will um, bring online 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 offline activity you know (laughs) order here pick up at Whole Foods uh, so and so the first step is getting those sensors out there (laughs) and and you know Alexa is just one of many sensors that that Amazon has managed to have close to your person. Voice is one of the many modalities for ordering. Um, but first things first, um, get people using them in ways that are organic to their lives. So if the thing's a speaker, people think of them as a speaker. They get their news. They they um, treat it as a radio in many respects. Um, They'll get the weather there there's there's you know long standing areas that people are uh, happy to get the most recent news on um, and even though that assessment of how people were using it looked like hey so few of these culminated in a transaction, they still defined a relationship that people were forming with Alexa <laughs> they're talking to Alexa like. A person and and you know you don't buy something from every person you walk up to but you're conversing and that's that's step one and then I think everything's going according to plan I think you're gonna see more information about local activities or because uh, uh, that showed up in the usage um, uh, and in as much as those activities culminate in a purchase <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find that they're engaged in much more um, commercial activity, even though it's not, you know, shopping that culminates with buying and ordering. Um, but I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the percentage that you know doesn't mind saying, "Hey Alexa, we're out of paper towels," <laughs> and she figures it out. Oh, last time you ordered these, and and next day delivery, like last. Th- I mean the mechanism is there to make it really easy.
0: I think so. And I think, like you said, I was talking to my my buddy, John Lawson, there's an educational component that I don't think has been fully addressed. And I also think like the, the use case that you just outlined about reordering, you know, paper products or things that are easy for us to do because we know exactly what we want. That's a perfect use case currently, but the vast majority of use cases start with somebody searching for something or looking for a recommendation, mm-hmm. and right now I don't
1: think the uh, the process flow is there yet. <laughs> so, Actually, that, that that's that's very perceptive because the um, the user interface in <clears throat> um, I used to talk a lot to quote dialogue designers, and I had this idea when I thought about the protocol for invoking. You know, for waking up Alexa and then telling it to open a skill and then carrying on a conversation with a brand is not a dialogue that's very pretty. <laughs> it's at least a trialogue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and um, so we're not we're not conversational. Very, you know, we're not real. Either yeah, we're not going to have success developing a conversation around providing command line stuff (laughs) to your smart speaker (laughs) it's kind of wrong-headed now um, what gets pulled along with that which you know the way you framed the question initially is you know is a game over you know the fact that people aren't shopping through this is a game over for voice commerce Um, I think we're at a we're at a point in the hype curve you know because the expectation was this is people are going to be shopping with this so at this point um there will be disillusionment Mm -hmm. um but i so it's early days that's we always keep telling ourselves there's a lot of missing pieces both in the dialogue design and another topic that we chat about um consistency across what i call walled gardens you know it's like you know it's like well apple business chat is and this is a little bit of a digression but but um you know, there's there's the next shiny interactive platform that uh, a brand has to support. Treats it like another channel. It's disintegrated from everyday life. <laughs> it's sort of like uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, I remember at at our first intelligent assistant conference four years ago, we had. Um, the people that developed Siri, the people that were working on Cortana. Um, I don't think that Alexa had made the scene, but at the end, this, the reporter from a local TV station asked the, the guy from Microsoft, you know, does, does Cortana talk to Siri? And he said, yes, I'm sure they do. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll work out the details. There's an expectation that um, my personal virtual agent, which I don't have quite yet. I want it. <laughs> my personal assistant, um, that I think of as this voice <laughs> you know, this this entity that's on my shoulder that hears what I say and goes and figures out how to do it for me. Um that's gonna be the thing I I carry on my conversation with. Which means that um yes, Cortana <laughs> should talk to, you know, talk to Alexa, and, and that sort of thing, and, and we sort out those uh, gaps, <laughs> or no, you don't, well, you can start by sorting out, but you identify the gaps, and you start um, filling them, and, you know, it would start with not making me have to have that first order decision, of or, um, which is, um, you know, which will become more subconscious, but what, what what device do I want to use? The one I have. <laughs> what what agent will I talk to? The one that is associated. <laughs> what do I want to do? Well, you know, that that's contextual. That'll, you know, that's that's of the moment. So, uh
0: so you mentioned uh Cortana and Alexa. Big news today is the the year-long wait for integration between Alexa and Cortana seems to be over with the, the announcements that came out today. Uh, give me your first impressions of, uh, the news.
1: Well, it, so that is one of the things that it wasn't an unreasonable expectation. I mean, Satya right. said, <laughs> we're going to see Cortana everywhere. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it, it's, you know, Giants don't play well together. So, so working out the details. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I just think we're going to see more and more, you know, uh, Watson working, you know, behind Siri and and Cortana and Lex or you know, whatever Amazon bring, you know, uh, just talking more elegantly and they'll they'll show the way they're always you know they're big moving or big slow moving organizations so when it gets integrated um it it, it better work (laughs) and and um you know i i think it was vital for uh, you know for both if you want ubiquity you want consistency across channels then it's it's really promising that you know the, the giants kind of um figure out how to talk to one another you know, I think there's some other really interesting things from a, from an enterprise, um, or brand talking to customer points of view, uh, that get, <laughs> that I also have to write up. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, think Google's artificial intelligence for the contact center is, is in, in some way in a parallel universe, <laughs> what we're, what we're talking about here. Um, and, and I was reminded by, uh, my friend Thomas Howe <laughs> that, um, it seems both backward looking and forward looking. Uh, you know that that um we I think in two thousand nine he and I wrote a a, a research report of, about telephony mashups <laughs> saying that you know the twilios of the, or, that these at at the low layers you it's it's always been um uh, the low layers of the communication stack <laughs> it's 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 always dependent on standards so that networks can talk to one another and that sort of thing as you move up to the application layers then you have to you have to get mashups <laughs> and you ha- which meant that we had to start defining apis way back when um but we've had years of, of sort of defining those apis and um So they're there. (laughs) So now developers are, you know, are, you know, able to pull things down, mesh them, (laughs) mash them up with, with what, you know, they want to do and, and can develop these things. Now, there's a polarity that's happened. Some of this stuff is low hanging fruit. This is your question about bots. You'll see tens of thousands of bots oriented towards transaction really good because, you know, there's these bulletproof APIs in these, you know, be it AWS or Twilio or whatever platforms, and 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 so we're seeing the product of a lot of creativity, but with that comes some of the disappointment around how you measure success. You know, we want our bot or our intelligent assistant to be not just to be discovered and used once <laughs> but to be used repeatedly and then be ingrained in people's lives now that's going to be a very small percentage <laughs> of the of the offerings that are out there and then in the context of your question of, about um, you know Cortana talking more elegantly within the Alexa fabric or how um, you know ubiquity, you know, this is, a you know, 90% of success is just showing up. <laughs> well, they're showing up, you know, the, and the whole idea is to have that be everywhere. And in a funny way, it's the counterpoint to the introduction of, of Apple Business Chat, which is an end-to-end, everywhere you want to be as long as you're in iOS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and, uh, uh, when uh, Henry Ford
0: said, you can get the Model T in any color you want, as long as it's black.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and there was, you know, that's mass mass marketing and mass production of uh, whatever you know the customer experience. Um, well, we're, we're beyond that. We, you know, we do <laughs> we want everything to be purple unicorns <laughs> with rainbows and all that, and and we can accommodate that.
0: All right. So uh, two quick questions. Um, does i'm assuming you you view this as a win-win for both Microsoft and Amazon uh is there any either one that actually you feel is the big winner in this and then the other piece would be uh what does this do to enterprise adoption of voice does this move the needle <laughs> or is it just uh this is a nice but it was still waiting and see
1: wow um I think if it's done well, it's it's a win for it's a bigger win. Well, first of all, everything's got to be a win-win-win. So this <laughs> is because it, it, this this shouldn't be about the two suppliers. It should be right. about who's consuming this stuff. And I use that advisedly because I'm not a big fan of the term consumer it just makes you feel like you're just there devouring things, <laughs> and, which isn't what happens. But um, so in a way, it should be a bigger win for Microsoft just that. Um, you know, I, I I would think that Alexa, in many ways, has exceeded um, the expectations of its 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 developers and maintainers, and um, and that you know Cortana was sort of languishing, in my opinion. <laughs> I,
0: I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if this can if this can bring activity um, from any point of ingress that takes advantage of the um, Formidable stuff that Microsoft has in its cognitive yeah. resources, in yeah. its tools, in its developer support programs. Um, you know, this this is this is like super win. Um, yeah. And then, whether it incorporates voice or not, um, you know, both both companies have invested significantly in some of the best brains in the business to build. Um, Voice based conversations, and and um, so um, so I think it speaks positively about um, the growth of well. I mean, it's too ironic. I mean, you know, voice yeah. Voice is a voice as a natural way to interact with um, uh, resources within a company. Now, uh, so. It'll it'll be everywhere and it'll work better <laughs> and sound more lifelike. All all this stuff will happen. Um, its impact on you know I don't like I said the the, the in the parallel universe it's not like there's a pie <laughs> where <laughs> voice succeeds at the expense of chat, um, mm-hmm. but um, you you will find more and more instances where it feels much more natural to just talk. To thing. you know, it's a Star Trek vision. It's like computer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it, it's not a parallel universe. It's 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 a pie, and I'm guessing the pie can expand mm-hmm. as uh, voice gets used more and chat continues to be used a lot. So it's not like it's a a, a zero sum game here. It sounds like things can grow and grow and grow as. Both these technologies get more uh, introduced and used uh, by consumers or
1: customers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, and oh, yeah, go ahead. I was saying maybe as a closing thought because uh, what you just inspired in my we we've been getting briefings uh, from a lot of companies that are treating and recognizing that conversation voice conversations be it in co- calls like ours uh, in company conference calls. Um, that, that the recordings or the the um, well it, it could be transcripts it could be recordings uh, but the voice based conversations themselves are a tremendous asset yeah. and and um, so it's you know in this saga of big data and analytics it's an element of unstructured big data that's that some new tools for doing analysis to you know do something as simple as you know when we hang up and and you you know, sick one of these agents' (laughs) assistants on, um, you know, to just evaluate what we talked about, it can almost, uh, you know, within a matter of minutes, deliver a summary, (laughs) identify what what the topics were, what the main points were, identify in the uh, voice files where they were brought up and who said them. And we're going to, yeah, I think we're moving into a golden age of, of, um, a voice I mean, voice is an asset uh, voice is the basis for better customer care, better employee productivity, all that stuff so and that's what part of what we're talking about at the conversational commerce conference yeah. as well that was, <laughs> so that was my my <laughs> wind-up Give us the scoop
0: <laughs> on the conference. Yeah I, um,
1: you know we like to take a we like to take a visionary we like to play a visionary role. where's all this going but we like to be know feet on the ground who's doing this who's uh, who's doing it in an interesting way and um, how can uh, executives within businesses and brands um, I you I say how do you where do they get started a lot of them has started already so it's sort of like what well, um, to share what they've learned from their implementations, what to do next, identify what the next big challenges are, and then just have a forum for, um, to you know get together at the end of the day over drinks and and uh, you know start charting the future. So that, uh, that's the purpose of C three Conversational Commerce Conference. It's at the Four Seasons in San Francisco, so it's a nice venue to hang out. Really, uh, September twelfth and thirteenth.
0: Okay, well, Dan, this has been great, and uh, I really appreciate uh, taking oh, the time. Cool. I like to you. Yes, and <laughs> yeah, and we're definitely going to do this more. Um, and matter of fact, after your conference and get a chance to regroup, I want to I want to get the recap. So,
1: absolutely, and we do have a company called AI Sense that's recording the whole thing and is going to deliver what 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 the main points were. So I don't have to think as much. <laughs> <laughs> All right.